what always seems to be one of the uh, the worst stretches of road when it comes to ice right around Valley City. Um, somebody saying very slippery driving conditions, I-94 in the Valley City town, uh, Tower City area. Multiple vehicles in the ditch, one jackknife semi blocking uh, part of the uh, eastbound lane. So there you go. Another semi flipped over. Please drive with care. Um, want to go over, and, and we've got State Representative Austin Shower, who in a brief period of time in the legislature has risen to become caucus leader of what is a huge majority, which tells me something because with that big of a majority, there's a lot of people that would like to have that job, and yet they gave it to Austin Shower. Uh, and so let's get him on. He's from West Fargo, Austin. Good to have you on News and Views. Hello, Joel, and hello to your audience. It's great to be with you. How is the legislative session going so far? You know, it's interesting that you would say that they gave it to me. I don't know if they gave it to me or it was a situation where you just take it because nobody else wants it. You know, as far as caucus chair, I mean, really, you're looking at 82 caucus members. And, Joe, you've been around this town and around this building before, and it's not easy to try to build team. We have 23 new legislators, but I enjoy the team building aspect. I enjoy doing different activities. So we've had a bowling bash. We've had a pizza bash. And for the most part, people are getting along really well. And, uh, you know, for me, it's my 23 babies that, you know, when they're on the floor, they're doing the speeches, they're in committee. And for the most part, we don't really, really well. We've had a couple legislators that still realize, I haven't realized that they are legislators now. They're not advocates. And there's a difference. And you got to be careful, you know, what you put out on social media and what you say. And, it, you know, it's, it's a process. But for the, for the most part, it's going really well. Uh, do, do you have a conversation about legislation? Or do, is that just, I mean, do you ever pull certain people in and say, look, what are you trying to solve here? I realize that what, that's what committees are for but but austin is a caucus leader you know and i was a caucus leader at times and caucus members are like hey will you sign this will you sign this and there's times that i regretted being on bills uh you know oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. and and yeah. i'm you know and austin i i've watched your work from afar i i, I know you albeit not that well obviously but you know I, i'm looking at at some of these bills and i'm like what are, what are you trying to solve here um, you know, when, when you look at, for example, and this one jumped out at me, Austin. And so uh, this is sponsored. The, the lead representative is representative Murphy and in, Wanzik in, in the Senate, but, uh, it says a person is guilty of a class C felony. Uh, if that individual makes an allegation of sexual harassment or discrimination based on sex, gender, sexual orientation, or race, disability, or religious affiliation. And basically what the, the law says if it's found to be false, that individual is is guilty of a Class C felony. Isn't that then a piece of legislation that completely discourages any process of pointing out that you could have been sexually harassed? Well, you certainly hope that would not be the case. I mean, that would be terrible. Um, you have to realize, and Joel, you know this, people come from different districts, and there's a certain sentiment that people have. And so people come uh, to Bismarck on fire for a certain issue, a certain area. You know, transgender is a good area, too. We've got at least 12, if not 15, transgender bills. And so people come from their own background. So what I try to tell the new legislators is be careful what you get behind. Just because you have a district committee that's really angry and upset, that doesn't necessarily 
mean that you move forward with that bill. Do the research and then talk to that committee chair. Have we done that before? What are the chances of that going through? I learned that the hard way on the Judiciary Committee. And uh, two years ago, I struggled with what I thought were just very common sense bills that would help sexual assault victims, especially children. And they went nowhere. I went against the Catholic Church. I think I told you that before. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful, but it's a learning curve. I mean, we're at 900 bills right now. They're talking about 1,100 to 1,150. And it's just, and every bill, as you know, goes from committee to the floor. And so you're just going to get a lot of these bills and the vetting. You you just have to trust the, the chair people and the, and the committees and the vetting goes on and, and you move forward. But Austin, you're on this bill. I mean, you, Are you talking about the Clemens bill? Yeah, I'm talking about 1256, uh, which is a bill that, that creates it a felony if, if you're found to be false in your sex. Oh, you're talking about that? You're talking about that specifically? Yeah, 1256. Oh, okay. I, what I'm talking okay. about is, you know, there, there's bills that jump out at you, and, and I don't want to mention these bills when you're not on air and can't address them yourself. You know, it's because there, there's a litany of bills here that have nothing to do with Austin shower that, that obviously we talk about good, bad, just pointed out uh, the rebates to the, the fire uh, districts that uh, Senator Murphy put in good piece of legislation. But, but that bill completely puts at danger anyone who would make a claim of sexual harassment. I want to share another one with you, Austin or representative. Okay, but before you go, before yeah. you go, uh, what I try to do is, respond to my bills, my sponsored bills. You're because on the bill. I, I, oh, hang on here. I know the bill the best. Now, a co-sponsor, I don't know the bill as well, but I certainly can refer to, I, I, I can talk about it. But I mean, the bills that I sponsor, those are my babies. So that's the difference. I, I, I can talk a little bit I, about And that's the, why the I prefaced bill. it with the, that's why I prefaced it with being caucus leader. But you know, sometimes you might sign a bill that that you're you're being doing a solid for a caucus member. I realize that, and there's times yep. I scratch my head, but but there's bills where when you read them that are pretty simple. That when I saw your name pop up, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that Ben Koppelman put in eleven sixty, but it surprised me that Austin Shower signed it. And let me get, let me just tell you what this is: it's a person may not refuse to sell a firearm to an individual who is otherwise authorized to purchase a firearm. A person who violates this section is guilty of a Class A misdemeanor. So basically you're telling that person at Shields when an individual comes in and your sixth sense is, hey, this this guy shouldn't get a gun right now, that he absolutely has to sell him that gun. And I'm trying to figure out the need, number one, and, and number two, why? Austin. And it's bills like this that are going to get talked a lot a lot about, both on a national scale and local. No, oh, I understand that they should be talked about. Have you talked about compliment about that? No, I'm talking to you. You're on the bill, Austin. Is my... Well, I understand that, Joel, but I'm on 24 other bills. And so if you give me a heads up, I can I can dig into them a little okay. bit deeper. Okay, but okay. That, I'm, not, I'm, not the, I'm not the sponsor on that bill. And so, you know, well, I, but, but you're going to have to my, talk my, compliment my point and, and is find this. out. My point is this. You you've got a big stick now. You're a caucus leader. I mean, you 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 are one of the leaders. You're one of the people that people are going to call, look to leadership. Media is going to come up to you, and and so you know, th my whole point is when we look at these pieces of legislation, how how much weight is behind them. I mean, you, you can have people, you know, for example, appropriations, you, you can have majority leaders be a co-sponsor. You, you and I both know that you can have a majority leader 
sign on to a bill, and that bill is probably going to pass. Fair? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Right. And you are now one of the leaders, so it, it begged that question. Um, I want to I want to ask you a little bit, if I could, about the session itself, because you, you, the biggest job that the legislature has is watching the dollars, right? And, and making sure that the state money goes out. Well, the one thing we get a lot of calls in here on News and Views, Representative Shower, is the fact that people's property taxes are going through the roof. You know that in West Fargo. It's going, you know, home evaluations are up in West Fargo big time. Um, what can the state do to to basically help that, to make sure that people who aren't planning on selling their home can afford to pay their property taxes? Well, property tax relief probably might be, probably is the number one issue that uh, this legislature and our caucus will face. And there's two major bills out there, and I suspect there's probably many more, but one would be reducing the uh, mill rate levy, and I think it's 30. I'd have to double check that. I think that's Mike Nacy bill. And the other one is uh, the state income tax to reduce that and actually eliminate it for a high percentage of people. You know, maybe it was your day, uh, Joel. Uh, number of years ago, where the state made significant uh, improvements in helping property tax uh, relief. Uh, however, there were some local communities that did not pass that on. They just took the money and yeah. used it for whatever the need they had. So you have a little bit of a problem there that uh, you know property taxes are local, you know, city, county, and the state kind of is, is above that. But I suspect uh, you're going to see a significant bill come through. I know the numbers they're talking about is 300 to 350 million for property tax release to reduce the mill levy. Um, but you got to look, too, at the, where the state of North Dakota is at. I mean, we right now we have a $3 billion surplus, but you have to look down the road two years from now, four years from now, what's going to happen to fossil fuels, what's going to happen to oil and, and energy. There's a lot of threats out there, so mm -hmm. you don't want to spend all $3 billion. You know, a legacy fund is still there. So, uh, But I, I think that's going to be that's going to happen. I, I'm not big on the, the state income tax. I don't think we pay that much. I think you still need that vehicle to charge. If down the road, we find ourselves in a situation where you have to increase state income tax. I, I think it's, I, I've not heard of anybody saying, oh my goodness, I pay too much in state income tax. But I think we will get something done on the property tax relief. So Representative Shower, when you look at, is it what is led? You can call me Austin, by the way. You I, can call I me bounce Austin. between the two. But what, <laughs> what is it? Is it uh, is legislative council saying that? Look, uh, you know, and I think this has been done before. That if we send that school district more money, you cannot raise your mills. You just can't. I don't think you can do that. You can't do that at all. I think the way they'll build it is, is incentives. You know, if you do this, you'll get that, you know, type deal. Um, but they're, they're definitely working on that. And they've been working on that for a number of months, if not, you know, the last, you know, year year to two years. So, yeah. Well, I think yeah. you're right about that. I think that, you know, if, if a guy's going to be for local control, it's hard to do. But I always, exactly right. I always wonder yeah. if people t realize what happens in terms of the, the attempts to reduce property taxes. And, of course, then you add in evaluations, and it makes it twice as hard. So, But you got to be honest, Joel. I mean, uh, do we want fewer roads? Do you want you know, bridges that are damaged? I mean, you pay property taxes because you're paying for a service. Mm -hmm. It's not just going into somebody's pocket. 
And we, we're having a hard time now with work workforce shortages, workplace shortages. So, yes, you do pay property taxes, but it's for the service that you're getting. And sometimes I, 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 it, it bothers me just a little bit when people complain about property taxes. You go out to New York where my daughter lives in Massapequa, Long Island. She pays $14,000 a year in property taxes, and she has a 2,000-square-foot house. I mean, it's, you know, it's hardly much of a house at all. So we, we have to, you know, not complain so much about that. And, and then, okay, you, you don't want to, you know, it's, it's all coming from people. And so the money has to go to good use, but it, it is providing a service. And I think we all have to remember that. Enjoy these conversations. I really do. And I appreciate you coming on to, to talk about the legislature, Representative Schauer. Not a problem. You Anytime, bet. Joe. You take care. You bet.